Kristen, thanks for joining us at Noosa Church's God in Us podcast, where we believe that the God in us is our real story to be told. Our church family is full of incredible people who are living out their faith every day and living lives that are bringing glory to God. Let's hear about the God in us. All right, Mr. Richard Buller, welcome this morning. Thank you very much. Thanks or for should me. I call you, is it Constable Buller? Oh, yeah, that's good enough for me. I've been called far worse. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me how long you've been in the police force. Um, coming to 12 years now. 12 years? Yeah. So you don't seem to be um, in your 20s. So there must have been a bit of a life before becoming a police officer then. Yeah, the majority of my time was retail, believe it or not. Oh, um, wow. There yeah, you go. So I spent 11 years at Woolworths, um, worked my way up from pushing trolleys up to uh, on the store management training program. Okay, wow. Yeah, it's interesting times. Yeah. There you go. <coughs> it, was a good, yeah, it was a great time while I was doing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what inspired you then for the police force? Well, that's something I always wanted to do, to be honest. Okay. Um, about the age of 17, I first um, had that seed planted. Yeah. And that's actually when I first applied at the age of 17. Okay. Um, but obviously, I didn't really have a chance at that age without any life experience and... Um, and so on. So over a period of, well, from there, about 13 years, I applied another four times. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So like these weren't That's in quick perseverance. success. That's perseverance. Yeah. Well, it is. But I guess um, I was still working, um, yeah. you know, while this was yes. going on. So I had to do a little bit of study and so on, and okay. which I um, did a bit while I was going through my training at Woolworths. Okay. Um, yeah. And so I just kept getting knocking, knocked back for whatever reason. Um, wow. So obviously, I don't believe I was ready at that age, to be totally honest. Yeah. To be, you know, knowing what I know now. Yes. I think um, the age of 30 was probably the ideal age You're grateful just, so. that you didn't get into it then. Oh, absolutely. You got a bit more of an idea of what life's about. And, you know, we'd, um, Emily had just come along as I graduated, so I was a new dad. Um, wow. So yeah, I guess I had a little bit more to offer people in the community when it was giving, you know, come to give, giving advice and so on. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's perfect timing. I reckon there'd be a certain amount of arrogance around you in your earlier years to be a police officer, and you'd probably end up in a bit more trouble, I'm guessing. Yeah, that's that's totally true. Look, yeah. I, I guess um, I can't speak for everybody, but obviously it's very exciting when you first get the uniform and yeah. um, and you think you're going to solve, you know, fix the world and um, on your own. <laughs> totally. Obviously, clearly, it doesn't work like that. It's very much a team effort. Um, yeah, it's a community effort, and um, yeah, I, I thoroughly, I do, I really do enjoy it. That's cool. Yeah. So, do you actually carry a gun? I do carry a gun. Yes, wow. that's part and of and a taser. And a taser. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Part of the standard uh, uniform. Wow, there you go. It's kind of hard to believe that that, wow. It's, yeah, no, it's, it's exciting. It's real, stuff. isn't it? Well, it, it is, it's yeah. It's very yeah. real. I'm sure people see the news, they see what goes on. Yeah. And, you know, police officers you know, get hurt quite regularly. Yeah. Um, you know, we're not always popular by members of the community. No, you're either loved or hated. <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah. There's not much in between. <laughs> Depending yeah. on why you're knocking on my door. <laughs> exactly right. Well, unfortunately, yes. we don't get called to um, engagement parties and <laughs> the birth of children. Um, no. It's yeah, usually a bit more, uh, yeah. Very true. <laughs> yeah, involved yeah. in that. Very true. Yeah. So, born and bred in Gympie, right? No, I no. was actually, no, I was oh. born in Tasmania. Oh, jeez. I'm off my game. Yeah, Seriously. No, I'm going to throw you a few curve, Thank curveballs, you. I reckon. Bring it on. <laughs> I love it. I always think I know someone and then I get a curveball. So yeah. Tassie. Tasmania. I was born on the west coast of Tasmania. Okay. Yeah, a little place called Rosebury. Wow. Um, come from a mining family. Yeah, okay. So my father was a gold miner. Um, huh. yeah, obviously, my mum was a stay-at-home mum. And yeah. Yeah, she had three, um, they had three kids in quick succession. So we're all a year apart. 
Oh, so, gosh. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Was, actually, I think there's about 13 months between my brother and my older no. sister. Yeah, and, yeah. Oh, my god. Yeah, goodness. it's crazy. No television, obviously. No television. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so Jeez. it was interesting. So, um, yeah, about the age of, I was three um, when okay. we were all shipped off and we um, moved over to Western Australia. Aha, uh-huh. that's Over your stomping right. ground. Yes. Uh, yeah, we moved to a so place. So you were chasing the gold over there as well? Yeah, obviously a gold mining family. Yes. Um, so, yeah, for whatever reason, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, my father took a job in King Kalgoorlie. Yep. Um, yeah, my uncle from Tasmania also um, followed over. So, yeah, they just followed the gold. And um, it was actually a really good life, to be honest, as a kid over there. And yeah. worked. Just um, being around blue-collar guys, you know what I mean? Hard-working, yes. salt of the earth um, yes. sort of guys. It was actually quite an exciting um, yeah. childhood, really. Which I must admit, n- knowing and having spent time in Kalgoorlie and hearing you say Kalgoorlie and exciting in the same sentence does surprise me, I must admit. Yeah, but I... you got to see an exciting side of it, obviously. Well, de- yeah, obviously it was um, – yeah, Back, well, my family wasn't a Christian family, and I actually okay. didn't know any Christians, um, to be totally honest, or, yeah. or none that I was aware of. Um, but it was work hard, um, and they played pretty Play hard, hard too, you know, as yep. far as we had. We'd go um, camping, we'd go to the dams and yes. go yabbying, and yeah, yeah and, and they, they drank. It was a drinking culture, yep. you know what I mean? Um, yep. But you had barbecues and get togethers. Yeah. But for kids, it was actually really exciting just having people around. Yes. Um, yeah, so that was a. Yeah, this is a really good time, I think, at that age. So what age did you stay there till? Uh, till I was eight. Okay. Yeah, so we spent about five years there. Yep. Um, and again, it was following um, the gold mines. Yeah, um, wow. Gimpy gold at that time. It, and for years previous, we were sort of up and down. It was open, it was closed. Um, but they sent a team of miners over from Western Australia to re- basically rebuild it, like build a new, I'm not even sure what it's, I call it a hoist, you know, the big tower that's yep. like above the pulleys, the wheels. Yep. Um they come over and did that as a team. Yeah, okay. Uh, again, my uncle came over uh, with my with my dad, and we'll come over together. Yeah. And that um, that was pretty short lived. I don't think it um, lasted too long. So I was eight when we got here. They worked on the mine, and probably by about the age of ten, between ten and eleven, the mine did what it always did in Gympie and just closed down. Really. So rather than send us all back to Western Australia, yeah, uh, my father decided to do fly in, fly out. Oh. Yeah, so we um, obviously mum with three kids. Um, she didn't work, um, and she didn't even have a driver's license. Actually, she couldn't drive. Um, and back then, it was six weeks on and one week off. Oh my goodness! Yeah, so obviously, you know, from the age of ten, oh, wow. my brother was eleven, and my sister's twelve. Um, we didn't really get to see a lot of our father, no. to be honest. Because um, even the week he was back, uh, we were obviously slowed school to go to Monday to Friday. So yeah, life doesn't him. stop, does it? No, yeah, and, and in that week off, you had to still get your flights. To and from, so you yes. always lost a day there. Yeah. Um, so a week yeah. becomes five days. Pretty much, yeah, and take out your school and bedtime yeah. and so on. There wasn't yeah. a lot of time really to, to spend with him. Yeah, wow. Yeah, which is unfortunate. But that yeah. was, yeah, I guess that, that's how we become who we are, I guess. Yeah, you know, and, we... and what you have to do, isn't it? Exactly so, right, yeah, yeah. And I guess, you know, flights would have been a lot longer in duration back then. To, so to get back to Western Australia would have been quite a mission, I'm yeah, guessing. Yeah, I could imagine. Yeah, and, and where he was working, I, um, from what I understand, was quite remote. So it wasn't yes. just one flight there. You'd have no. to yeah, yeah, take That's a smaller it. plane and so on yeah. and, and get to your campsite. Yeah, yeah wow. Yeah, That's interesting crazy. time. So, yes, yeah, so that went on from, yeah, like I said, I was probably between 10 and 11. Um, okay. He was doing the fly and fly out. Yeah. Um, then about, I was 12, I just turned 12 actually in the November. And um, yeah, my father was killed in the mines. In the mines. Yeah, so that was um, that was a big sh- big shock, obviously. Um, yeah, wow. young family. Um, yeah, the breadwinner's gone. 
Absolutely. So, yeah, had a huge And you were 12. Impact. Yeah, I was 12. So wow. it was pretty. That's young. Yeah. So obviously I guess still get a bit emotional about it. Absolutely. Um, yeah, there's a big hit. Yeah. Um, yeah, but obviously yeah, we had. Um, and mum, you know, not driving, losing the breadwinner, all of that kind of stuff. Three kids close together in age, all coming into teenage years. Well, 12, 13, 14. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. So it was, it was a real. I guess, and that's when God, I guess, comes into it for me. Um, okay. I guess anyone could go either way. Yes, very much so. Based on that, um, you know, we, we, there's opportunities there for me to go down the wrong track, obviously. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously my mum absolutely adored my father. Um, it's just, a, it's one of those relationships that obviously probably come once in a lifetime, I suppose. Yeah. Um, that was a man of her dreams, a man of her life. Yeah. And, and he's gone and, and all of a sudden she's... She's it. it. She's got no income. She's trying to support three kids and just and just not having God in our life then. Um, there yeah. really, it did seem like there was no hope for her. Yeah. Yeah, it just didn't seem like there was a way out, to be yeah. honest. Um, so what does a 12-year-old do at that time then? You know, you're high, coming into high school. Yeah. Um, is, I guess I, I spent a lot of time with mates, obviously. So yeah. It's a different world back then from yeah. what... Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I sound like an old man, days. but it really is different because we we were very independent as kids. Yeah. Um, you know, like we'd we'd go um, all weekend pretty much. You know? yeah. we'd, we'd leave in the morning with our backpack and our bike, and we were, as long as we were home by dark, there was no questions asked. You know, we didn't have phones. Yeah. Um, you know, not like today, you can't text mum and say I'm okay. It was yeah. you were gone all day, and, and I guess they just trusted that you were doing the right thing. So I had a lot of um, sleepovers. I guess um, I spent a lot of time. At friends' houses. Yeah. Um, I'm not really sure why. I don't think that was a planned thing. It was just the way it was. Maybe I felt more comfortable at that point. Yeah. Not being at home, perhaps. It's a distraction. Yeah, it away was. Away yeah. from the grief sometimes, yeah. isn't it? I had some yeah. great mates. I had some, yeah, oh, awesome. Just some absolute champion friends. Yeah. yeah. I spent a lot of time with. So. Yeah. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. Um, and then obviously, yeah, that's... So then, at that point at 12, you start questioning, is there something more? No, like um, at, at that point, uh, one of the friends that I did stay with quite regularly, I guess, um, he went to Sunday school, um, which, which is quite funny because okay. I sort of look back now and um, he wasn't a Christian. There's just, yeah. <laughs> he no. just went to Sunday school. No, he, he, maybe it was his mum's way of trying to <laughs> trying to fix him. Out. I don't know. But we went to Sunday school and, and um, I must admit it was a weird experience for me because I'd never been in that situation. Uh, I'd never been in that environment learning about, you know, God having verses read to me. And, and to be totally honest, I, um, I, I thought it was very strange. I actually thought they were weird people. I thought the kids were weird. I, just yeah. did, I did not get it. <laughs> I totally didn't get it. I just couldn't understand it. Um, but I went along and I, enjoy, I enjoyed the time because, you know, we went horse riding and we went um, yes. from Gympie down to Noosa Main Beach and Noosa River and got fish and chips. And so I really enjoyed what we were doing, but yeah. I just totally didn't get yeah. Why we were there. I just yeah. didn't understand it at all. Yeah. Um, but I guess that was the seed, perhaps, for me. Um, and as we all know, um, the way the Lord works, and we're all seeds, aren't we? And sometimes we land on nice lush ground, and yeah. other times we land on a bit of hard ground. And yeah. perhaps at that point, I was I was in the dirt, but it was pretty hard dirt, I'd say, at that point. Yes. Um, I, I didn't really um, grow well, it. Roots was foreign soil to you, totally, wasn't it? You totally know, like, like you said, you didn't even know a Christian growing up. No, I didn't. My, my family is. Um, I don't know one Christian in my family, um, mm. and I mean both sides. Mm. I don't know anyone that goes to church um, in my side of the family, mm. or yeah, uh, my sort of mum's or dad's sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's um, but again, that's 
God working, I guess. I look at my life and think, well, how did I get here? Like, why, why have I had this experience um, to get to know God? You know, but I guess that's God's great, isn't he? He's, um, that's that's he's, <laughs> he's working yeah. on us. Uh, we the don't whole time. understand, do we? Yeah. yeah. So, at what age then? So then you start through high school. So I guess it started there, and look, and it was a long time for me. Um, yeah. To be honest, I was—I'm quite a stubborn guy, I guess, and no. and I sort of look at it, and I think, you know, and I look back on my life now, looking back as a kid, and and God was there the whole time. Yeah, I didn't know that. No, I had no idea. I was just doing my thing. I was pretty ignorant. I can actually picture God with his um, both hands, his head in both hands, just shaking his head, going, <laughs> you know, seriously, I've given you all this. I'm trying to get you on the track, and you're just still, you're still got your back turned to me, you know, um, and I did, you know, I was, I was probably, um, I wasn't angry at God. I always believed in God, but I didn't, um, I didn't you know, practice, I guess, Christianity as such, but I was probably angry at life a bit. Yeah, you know? totally. Um, and understandably. Yeah, you know, I was 12. Yeah. And I, I, I got no one to sort of teach me man, manly things. I didn't That's have a dad right. to teach me how to shave or no. how to hammer an nail into a bit of wood or, yeah. um, you know, none of that. So I guess I was probably a little bit. Uh, angry without even realising it, I yep. suppose. Um, but um, I always had a really good um, mates in my life, I guess. Mm. And I've still got mates now that I've known since I was 15. Yeah, you know, and, wow. and my best mates, good mates. Yeah. Know. So I've always had the right people planted in my life, I yes. guess. Um, so do you think that helped keep you at school? Well, I didn't stay at school. Oh, you didn't? No, okay. I didn't. Um, so I got halfway through year 11. So, okay. Yeah, and I was probably, uh, I was a year younger than what the kids are now. So I, I turned 13 in grade eight, like in November yep. in year eight. So yep. I was halfway through um, year 11, so I was 15 still. Yeah. Um, and I just wanted to earn money. Yeah. Um, so I went and got a full-time job. Okay. Um, That's when you started at Woolies? Yeah, yeah. yeah I got wow. a full-time job at Woolies. 15. Yeah, at 15. Yeah. yeah. So I, I started young, I guess. I, I didn't really have anyone, I guess, pushing me and encouraging me and telling me, I guess, how important school was. Mm. Um, I guess all those kids listening, stay at school. Seriously. Um, <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, yeah, go to school. <laughs> stay there and do your best. <laughs> your poor kid's going to have no choice. <laughs> yeah, because you may end up like me. <laughs> hey, hello. Uh, yeah, no. God's looked after me well and truly. Yeah, um, well and yeah, truly. Yeah, no, so I left school. I yeah, worked full time at 15. I, yep. That's all I want to do is earn money and be yep. independent, I guess. Still lived at home? Uh, for a short time, yeah. Yeah, so I, I moved out of home when I was, I thought it was 16, but I actually, when I think about it, it was around the age of 17, I, yep. I moved out, Yeah. which is actually quite funny because my sister had already moved out, um, my brother had moved out, and I was the last one to go, um, and we all ended up living together. <laughs> so we should have just kicked mum out. <laughs> so it's quite funny. It's, it's, That's hilarious. Maybe it's an unusual setup, I don't know, but wow. yeah, all us three, um, we lived together. Well, I'm it. guessing you were pretty close. Yeah, well, that's the thing. We, we sort of, we were and we weren't. Like, we went through stages, um, you know. As all uh, siblings do. Yeah, but I, I guess um, grief does some, anyone who's lost someone very close will understand um, that I think sometimes it will bring families closer. Yeah. Other times it will sort of drive a bit of a wedge. And, yes. And I guess we all went into survival mode from that age, I think, 12, 13, 14. Yeah. Um, it was just pretty much just look at, you know, not look after yourself, but we just had to deal with it in our own way, I guess. Yeah. Um, that, and we all went down our different paths. Um, you know, my brother, uh, bless him, I love him to death. But you know, he he had a very close relationship with my dad, and, and so did I. Mm. But his his was just eldest. He was the eldest it's son, and, and he just absolutely adored him. You know, so he, he went down a bit of a rough track for quite some years. Um, and look, he's he's spun his life around. He's got a beautiful family. He's yeah, got a, wow. he's got a dual trade. He's just done so well. And, 
very That's proud of him awesome. actually. Um, yeah, so yeah, I guess we were just sort of trying to just fight our own fight, for lack yes. of a better term, I suppose. Yeah. Um, yeah, we all lived together for quite some time. Yeah, and, okay. And then yeah, they just we just kept evolving, and I obviously met my beautiful wife Polly. So how old were you when you met Polly? Seventeen. Oh, seventeen. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah, and okay. I met her at Woolworths, believe it or not. <laughs> there you go. So yeah, that was her first job as well. Yes. So she was work. She was. She was a good girl. She stayed at school. She was. She a, was the cute checkout chick. Oh, she was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. She was, yeah. I knew straight away she was the one for me. There's no doubt. Yeah, it was. That wasn't so uh, quickly planted in her mind, uh, which no, I'm constantly reminded. No, there was a bit of rejection there. Wasn't there was a there? little. Yes, there definitely was. Yes. Mm, oh well. Ouch. Yeah, she probably should have trusted her first instinct. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Anyway. I, so, but I'm guessing that you had to. To uh, keep convincing her, you, you got knocked down, but you got back up again, which yeah. probably uh, taught you a bit when you then got knocked back from the police force. Yeah. So you can thank Polly, really. Absolutely. She helped you to, yep. you know, handle the rejection, get back up and go again. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, right. Yeah, she it, just had your best interest. She did. Uh, yeah. yeah. I looked at it that way. Um, but look, we, we had a great friendship. So it really it really was a, a friendship, um, yep. to be honest. We were mates. We really were. We hung out. We went to the beach. We just did things. But we, it wasn't like I, I wanted it to be more, but she <laughs> yeah, she didn't. You she know, was because, pretty happy. Well, uh, well here's Polly um, come from this beautiful Christian family, you know what I mean? Like, yes. And that's, that's probably my first real, I guess, glimpse of a Christian family, to yeah, be honest. Wow. Um, I got to meet her beautiful late mother. Um, yeah. Yeah, just oh, wow, powerful woman of God, uh, just amazing. And she's raised these beautiful kids, you know, uh, five amazing children who are all, you know, all with God and, um, yeah. yeah, walking their walk, which is amazing. Um, so that was my first real glimpse of how a together family can work, I guess, because I guess we were dysfunctional in our family after losing dad. Yeah. Um, most definitely. Yeah. So that was, that was pretty amazing to be able to have a preview of that, I suppose. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And like I said, I'm still walking my walk, but I'm not, I'm not a Christian. I'm, I'm not going to church at that point. Yeah. Um, you know, um, Polly's told me a lot about Christianity by this, by this point. I see how she behaves and acts and I'm, I'm, I'm seeing the positive sides of it, if you know yeah. what I mean. Um, so yeah, so this this seed is still slowly growing, yet I'm still not not quite there. You know no. what I mean? Um, so we fast forward, we get married, obviously. Um, yeah. So I was twenty, I was just about turned twenty two. No, sorry, I was twenty two. Um, we got married. Polly was twenty. Yeah. Um, and I was still still stubborn. I told you I was stubborn. Um, so stubborn. You know, Polly would go to church at time. You know, at times, and I wouldn't go along. I did I didn't get it. I didn't understand why yeah. I why do I have to go to church? God's all around, I can talk to him anywhere. Yeah. Why do I have to go to church? Yeah. And of course Polly, um, who I tell you what, for her age she's got the wisdom of in bounds, I tell you. Yes. But um she explained it to me. She said, Well, why do you go to gym? She goes, You can do that at home, you can do Ooh. that anywhere. But you you surround yourself with like minded people who are working towards a similar wow. similar goal. And and to me, like back then, I was you know I was training um, training quite a bit, and I I loved the gym, and she was speaking my language. Yeah. You know what I mean? So okay, so and I guess it just slowly, slowly, she just kept um, not not working on me. She definitely she never pushed me, which I just love her for. She never she knew that it would happen, and that God would work on me, and mm. um, and she's right, it, it it happened. Um, so you know, I started going to church a few times, and again, I just felt like a. Absolute fish out of water. I just, I bet. oh my goodness, I've, <laughs> I've gone in and yeah, the music's playing. Um, this is up in up in Gympie. We haven't yep. come down to Noosa yet. Um, 
you know, there's people waving their hands in the air and they're clapping and they're yelling and they're doing all these oh things. And, and I just, what is this? I just don't, what is this? Who are these people? Yeah. Like, and why would they so act like uncomfortable. this? So yeah. like, you, you couldn't get me further from the front. Um, yeah, I was just... You yeah. knew where every exit was in the place. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I was probably standing right beside it, to be totally yes. honest. Um, yeah, and like I said, I still didn't really feel comfortable, you know, and I went a few more times and, um, yeah, they always ask, you know, if it's your first time, I was so stupid to put my hand up a couple of oh, times. Oh, no. Anyway, I did that and, you know, everyone prayed for me and, you know, and I, I sort of, I guess I, I had a couple of half-hearted attempts at giving my life to God. Um yeah, but I felt okay. like a hypocrite, you know what I mean? Yeah. I did I, I, I did it and I said, oh, you know, yeah, I opened, I opened my heart to you, Lord. And, you know, I did that and I thought, okay, well, now my life's just going to magically change, mm. you know what I mean? Um, and I, I was just sitting on the fence. I was a fence sitter as a Christian. Yeah, wow. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, totally. I, I dipped my toe in the water and, yeah. oh, yeah, you know, then, yeah, maybe. You weren't it, fully convinced. I wasn't and I wasn't committed. And obviously yeah. God knows our heart and he, he knows I wasn't, but yeah. I was trying. I, yeah. I, I had no idea how to talk to God. Yeah. You know, um, I kept hearing people say, um, have a relationship with God. You've got to have a relationship. I think, well, how do I do that? I yes. don't know how to do that. How yeah. do I talk to him? Yeah. Like, I, just, I just had no idea. You know what I mean? Um, and so, and there was no one for you to ask or? Well, I had Polly and she was, she was amazing and she she explained a lot of things and she did her best. But mm. I, st- I still just didn't get it. It didn't mm. twig. You know mm. what I mean? I just didn't didn't make sense. You know? mm. I I knew there was a God. I did. I yeah. did. I believed in God. I, but I just didn't know how to have that relationship. Yeah. I guess. Um, yeah. So I guess I'm probably at the age now where we're um I'm about to join the police academy. We're waiting yep. for Emily to be our first child yep. to be born. Um, so I go away to the police academy, and it was. Again, Leave your poor pregnant wife all by herself. Oh yeah, she would tell you all about that. That was um, <laughs> that, that was actually a really we'll have hard to get her time. side of the story get her one side day. Of that. Yeah, be a totally different perspective. Um, but yeah, she's a, but she, anyone that's met Polly, you know, he, everyone knows how wonderful she is, and yes. she's just the most beautiful. Hence why we're married, you know. Yeah. Yeah, she's an amazing girl. Anyway, so yeah, I, I guess I'm about thirty now. Like I said, I've joined the police um, service. I'm whole new adventure. So I sort of put that on the back burner, yeah, you know okay. what I mean? I just, I was yep. so busy. I was driving to Brisbane and coming home yep. and, you know, then come the weekends, I just didn't, I always found an excuse not to go to church. Yeah. Yeah. There's always an excuse totally. why I couldn't go there. Yeah. You know, busy. I need some time. We've yeah. got to spend time together. Yeah. Um, New baby. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of reasons. You know, I was on shift work as, yeah. you know, learning how to cope with, um, you know, working nights and so on and yeah. just being constantly tired. <laughs> um, but like, to be honest, I... I really didn't give myself to the Lord until we come to Noosa Church, and um, and that's the truth. Um, yeah, wow. You know, um, so when was that then? We so we, we moved down to Noosa about, um, where are we, eight and a half years ago. Yeah, and it still wasn't straight away. I, we still came here, and I again, I felt like a fish out of water, mm. to be honest. I just, um, again, I, I, don't, I still haven't worked my way up to the front of the church, you know. <laughs> I'm actually, <laughs> is, uh, is that where you've got to work your way up to, is it? Oh, definitely. But I'm, <laughs> I'm very much an introvert. People probably don't know that about me, but I'm very intro- introverted. I, I, I feel uncomfortable in situations where I don't know people. Yep. Um, yeah. You know, you'll probably see me close to the corner, my back to the wall, so I can just keep an eye on everything. You, I just, I just, just don't. just keeping us all safe. I'm just keeping well, an eye on everything. It's just the thing. I, I, I work 99% of my time in my comfort zone. Yeah. And that's not the best place to be, as we all know. Uh, you want to get to know the Lord and, um, 
you know, do his work. We need to work outside of your comfort zone, and I'm just not comfortable with that. Obviously, that's the whole well, definition. Yeah. It's a comfort mm, zone. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, I just so I do struggle with a little bit with that, to be yeah. honest. Um, yeah. But once I get to know people, I'm yeah, try and stop me talking. You know, I'm I'm happy to have a chat. Yes. But I'm just not outgoing in that regard. I guess. No, I completely understand. Yeah. So yeah. you start coming back to church then. Uh, you yep. got two kids now. Yep. So. So when was that moment and what changed? Well, see, that's the thing for me. I, um, I've, I've heard people's stories, you know, but I, I, I never had that. It wasn't a moment, no. I haven't had a moment. A I, I haven't had that moment. You know, I hear about people being just um, saturated by the Holy Spirit or they just you know, almost yep. brought to their knees or, yep. you know, some people hear um, an audible. Yep. Um, I, I honestly haven't had that. No. But my heart has been changed. and that's, Yeah. That's so that was yours. Uh, yeah, it's like, honestly, and, I, and then that's when I've looked back over my life, and I'm. It's just like the penny drop. I finally got so it. So it was more a gradual for it's you. It's like I actually realised that God's been working on me since <laughs> I was, well, since I was born, but really since I was twelve. He planted that seed when I went to yes. youth group. Yeah. And I didn't know that, and um, but yeah, he's just constantly surrounded me by the right people. Yeah, um, wow. Yeah, you guys um, would know Sally and Paul Kay yeah. quite well. You know what I mean? Um, I was introduced to them quite early back because Polly knew them from way back. Yeah. And that was another Christian family who I just adored. Like these yes. two beautiful human beings yeah. who have raised um, three amazing children. Yeah. And I thought, wow, okay. That, so that was so these little seeds have been planted all through my life. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Didn't realise at the time. Totally ignorant. Just no. doing my thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, it's just a. I don't know. It's, there's no other way to describe it except for a, really it's a it's a calm. It's a it's just absolutely. I have peace in my heart. And you were just you know, talking about peace on the weekend, and I, mm. I'm sitting there thinking, oh well, I've actually got that. Mm. I feel I have that. Mm. You know what I mean? I, mm. I absolutely feel a total peace in my heart. I don't yeah. I don't worry about things like I used to worry. Um, yeah, you know, I'd worry about anything. Yeah. And if I had okay. nothing to worry about, then I was worried. <laughs> <laughs> that something was going to blindside you. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Or well, just life, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, you've got a young family. Yeah, you know, everyone's got bills, mortgage. Yeah. Um, you know, like you just worry about. Yeah. Everyday living. Yeah. You know, every. Well, day because life. I'm guessing at the age of twelve, all of a sudden you have to grow up overnight and accept a responsibility that a twelve-year-old shouldn't have to have. That you are responsible for your life. Oh, 100%. And so yeah. there, there's a worry and a stress that comes with that, isn't yeah. there? And I guess for me at that age, it went beyond that, unfortunately. Um, like I said, my, my mum just absolutely adored my dad and, and she felt absolutely hopeless. You know, mm. I don't want to go into a lot of detail, but I, at the age of 12, I was pretty much looking after, like we were taking turns looking after mum, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, we had to take on a responsibility to make yeah. sure she was all right, you know. And um, to be honest, I was, living, I was living in fear at the age of 12. Totally. Absolute fear that um, that I've lost my dad. Yeah. Um, potentially I'm going to lose, lose your mum. Totally. You know, and and just, all of a sudden you're the man. Yeah, you have 100%. to be, which is just, it's not right for 12, is it? You can't no, handle that. You, you know. can't process that or live in that. You shouldn't. You should still have parents fighting away the fears, yeah, shouldn't exactly. you? Not having but, to battle them on your own. But I get it. You know, I, mean, I do get it because mum didn't have do. mum didn't have no. faith. She didn't Absolutely. have hope. You know, she um, yeah. She I think she did an amazing job with what she honestly had. You know what I mean? The cards she was dealt. Yeah. You know, um, and, and my mum's got a story well before that. She said she had a tragic life, really. Mm, wow. Um, to be honest, like she lost uh, within eighteen months. She lost her brother to suicide. Um, her dad to cancer, and then my father, like her husband, oh, no all within eighteen way. months. So that would test any person's, oh, um, gosh, you know, yeah. 
wow. strength at the end of the day. So, and and we have a great relationship now. Like you know, we mm. like we, my brother and sister. I just adore them. I love them mm. to death. And we all have a really nice relationship now. You know, Isn't that um, awesome? Mum's mum come out the other side and remarried. You know, she, she remarried. Yeah. yeah. You know, she's just yeah, she's wonderful. And I I, I pray that you know perhaps with me, I guess having my journey and and um and letting the Lord into my life, mm. I, I'm hoping that may rub off and mm. and. I guess you don't have to be those one of those people that um, just constantly advocates and talks about it. No. Sometimes just your actions, I believe, um, can just flick a little light in yeah. someone's life. You know what I mean? To ask yeah. a question or say, "Well, why are you the mm. way you are? Why are you so calm and content? Mm. Know, yeah, why are you so happy? Yeah, yeah, why? You know, it's so yeah, so just to spark those questions. You know? Yeah, why do you have hope? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah why? Absolutely. Yeah. So I've, I guess I've gone from a believing in God to. To, it's, to me, it's like it's knowing. It, it's like I, yeah. I know I've got two hands. I, I, it's it's flicked over to that. It's yeah. not just a belief for me. It's I know because I, I just know from my yeah. life and where I potentially could be wow. to where I am and just the life I've got. Yeah, everything the Lord has provided for me and my family. Yeah. Just, um, yeah it's and isn't it crazy. interesting? Like your journey was such a journey, and it and it. As you say, it wasn't a moment. It was a series of moments over a very long time. And so it, it shows you that everybody's walk is so different, isn't it? And oh. someone can be on the journey and you actually have no idea. Yeah, well, that, that's exactly where I was at. I, I didn't know I was on this no. path. You know, um, and, and now that's all I pray about, really, is like, Lord, just um, you know, use me. Yeah. Put me in the right posi- position at the right time to yes. shine that light on somebody. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, and I actually use those terms, use me. Yeah. Like, use me, you know, like. Let me do your work. Yeah. You know, pray. I pray that I'm on the right path. Am I doing the work that you want me to do? Am mm. I in the job that you want me to be in? You know, yeah. Um, am I in the town that I need to be in? Yeah. Um, and I just keep, I continue to pray those things. And yes, you're definitely in the town you need to I'm be. You here. can't go I anywhere. Love it. Yeah, right? I love it. Oh, I just love, I, just, I really do love this church. I um. Yeah. And and that was a thing for me too, if I can go back, and I'm not going to praise Josh too much because um, I don't want to give him too much credit. Oh, totally. But, <laughs> but like, I... I heard him up on stage and just the way that he spoke, you know, to to the church, and it was so relatable. Mm. And that's what I, I that's what really sucked me in. He was real, you know. It was he was funny. Yeah, um, he's not going to listen. Or to tries this, to be. Don't no, don't that. worry. He doesn't but listen. But he was to funny, it. and he talked about cars, and I'm like, wow, who is this guy? <laughs> I've never heard a pastor talk like that. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Just so relatable for where I was at that point. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's amazing. Like you, and and yourself as well. Like or your whole team. You don't realize their work. I guess you're doing until you hear it. Yep. And, and it's okay to get credit. Yeah, yeah. You, you deserve credit for what you do and what Josh does Thank and you. what the whole team here does. Yeah. It's it's life changing. It really yeah. is. Um, I get a bit emotional about it. I just, I just. Think. But I think that, like you've said, if if we're not authentic, yeah. Then if we if we think we've got to have it all together and be something, then that's that creates even more of a chasm between us, doesn't it? You know, like it's exactly it's right. us being relatable. Yes, just yeah. being ourselves is what's actually you know drawing people to us. Like you say, you know, you being yourself is what is going to draw your family of course, and yeah. those around about you, isn't yeah. it? And it's just living life, how yeah. God's called us to. Exactly. And it's, it's funny you say that because I like being yeah, relatable and, and human because we all make mistakes. Yeah. And I guess my I had a misconception of a belief that yes. all, all these Christians are these perfect humans. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I, but, and I knew I wasn't that. Mm. I was like, well, I'm not that. I make mistakes. I mm. sin. You know, I, I do make mistakes. Um, you know, so I thought, well, I don't, I don't fit that criteria because I'm not a 
I'm, I'm not a Christian because I do, I do make mistakes. But How once do you, you think we've created that? That like well, I don't know if Christians have created that. I think it's more of a um, other people's perception of it. To be but, honest, but how do you come to that perception? Do you think? I don't know. Sorry for the hard question. Yeah, it is a tricky one. It's isn't interesting, it? Yeah. isn't it? Because as you said, you didn't grow up in a Christian family, so you have you you go along to church with Polly yep. and you and and you think that your life's got to change just like that. Like, yeah. what is that? I guess it. I guess it. Well, this is very simple terms, I suppose. But you know they. <laughs> Generally, Christians they, they don't swear. You know, they're nice people. They're, they're polite. They're kind. <laughs> you know what I mean? So when sometimes. you have them, so sometimes. And 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 to be honest, um, yeah, that's not always the case. You know, I've yeah. I've, I've I've met Christians who who I think wow do all of those things. Yeah, mm. yeah, I think wow, how can you walk into this church? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm, not, I'm not saying this church because totally. I'm just saying um, yep. in general. But yeah, I don't know. It's a tricky one. You just mm. well, maybe it's an assumption. You just assume that is that's the way. Yeah, and I, I guess you wonder how many people we're putting off because they think they've got to have it all figured out and that's be right. this perfect person. Hundred percent, because you don't. Like it's, honestly, when you haven't got it figured out, this is the place you need to be. Yeah, you, you, and that's the problem. That's, isn't that's it? exactly right. But yeah. they, but they sort of. Well, and I can only speak from my experience yeah. and my thoughts and my perceptions, but. It's like, well, oh, I can't go there because I'm like the not a know, good person. All you know, the windows would blow out mm. when I walk into the church. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? It's, um, yeah, exactly. That's, that's the feeling, I guess. Yeah. And perhaps that's what puts a lot of people off is they yeah. think that I'm not worthy of that. Yeah. I don't. I don't deserve that because yeah. of the things I've done or yeah. whatever else. But it's totally yeah. not the thing. And that's where I guess we need to touch base outside of the church and um, yeah, have have those discussions. I guess. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's when the penny drops, isn't it? When you realise that it's not about your worthiness, oh, of course. isn't it? You know, yeah. and that's when it can go from head to heart, isn't it? And 100%. you actually realise in that moment, ah, you know, yeah. there is something here. And yeah, yeah so wow. it's that light bulb moment. Isn't yeah. It? That's, yeah, that's what it is for me. So, like I said, it wasn't a, a one-off experience for me. Yeah, it's very much a slow, um, slow. Yeah, very slow because I was stubborn. Like I said, I didn't. Yeah. Yeah, always had an excuse not to go to church and a reason why I shouldn't have to yeah. um, live that life, I guess. Well, and you're very capable. From a young age, you took care of yourself. So well, why do you need a God? Well, yeah, I was earning, <laughs> I was earning money. I was paying my own way. I yeah, didn't rely on right. anybody. Yeah, you had and a my, good life. And my brother and sister were the same. You know, they're yeah. hard workers. They did exactly the same thing. We all just had to survive, really. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. Yeah. yeah so, so your wife was very patient. Oh, very patient. In all of those years to quite, <laughs> allow you to come to that place yourself. And this will make you chuckle because she said to me, I mean, years ago, yeah. she said, I picture you up at the pulpit. I picture you up there in church. And I, you know, I just sort of laughed. I said, wow, you're lucky to get me in church, let alone up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, and, and um, yeah. So obviously, I um. Hang on a minute. I remember you standing behind the pulpit a few weeks ago reading the scripture. I know how amazing. How... That would have been a moment for it. Yeah, you know what? I was so nervous. I, I, yeah, I was so nervous when I got asked to do that. But you know what? I just said yes. The you Lord, said yes. It was on my heart. The Lord said, "Take it." So I did it, and um, and that was amazing. Baby steps for me. Um, very very small steps, but I don't think it is small steps considering well, where, yeah, you come from. where I've come from. It's and, massive. And perhaps that's why I'm like I said. I'm I'm not quick to let people in. Yep. I guess I'm I'm usually quite a private sort of person. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is. Yeah. Now you're just telling the world your story. Well, we're talking about comfort zone, <laughs> so I guess you know we've got to work outside of that. You know. Yes. Um, and look, if you know, some people might listen to this and think you know. 
what a load of rubbish, or it may uh, inspire somebody. I don't know if it inspires one person to totally. to you know step forward and realize that you don't have to be perfect. Um, yeah, you know, no one's we're not no humans perfect. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like we and we, you can go to church, you can be a Christian, and you're still going to make mistakes. Yeah, you're still going to do the wrong thing. You're yeah. still going to sin. That's yeah, because we're human. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, what does your faith look like in your normal everyday life? So, being a police officer, how does that? I mean, you you see things that I don't even know exist. Yeah, <laughs> you see a very different world. How how do you reconcile that? Yeah, it's it's difficult um, to be honest. And um, I guess policing isn't uh, I guess one of those occupations that um, inherently attracts Christians. Like, yeah, no. I mean, like I, I, do, I do know that I, I know Christians yeah. in the in the job, but. Yeah, it's it's different, I tell you. Um, but it does help me, to be honest. I, oh, I, I think it actually helps me. I don't know. Maybe maybe it doesn't, but in my mind, it does. Um, it helps me deal with what I see. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, we see a lot of death um, yep. in my job, um, and it's not always a, a lovely, you know, natural, you know, ninety-five-year-old, mm. you know, falling asleep in the bed and not waking yes. up. You know, some of the deaths we go to are quite violent. Um, yeah. You know, but I guess I now with my faith, I sort of look at that and I realise, well, that's that's not, that's not them. You know yeah, I mean, that's that's purely a vessel. Yes, and, and that that's how I deal with it. With yeah. A lot of days, so like, well, that that's a vessel while they were here, and hopefully they had a faith, and hopefully yeah. they're living an eternal life with the Lord. Um, yeah, yeah, you know I mean, but yeah, it, it is it is difficult. But um, I, I sort of this going to sound without the risk of sounding arrogant. I've, I feel like I've had favor in my life from the Lord. You know, some people totally have favor, and I really feel like I have had favor. Um, yeah, you know, I, I feel protected. Yep. Yeah, you know, yeah. Whether that's justified or not, I, I feel that way. I feel like Absolutely. I'm looked after. Yeah. I've been in some pretty hairy um, situations, mm. like most officers have. Actually, I'd say every officer's been in some sort of hairy incident where the back of your, um, yeah, you know, the hairs on the back of your neck stand up, and you sort of think, "Where well, am I going to get out of this one?" Yeah. You know what I mean, but um, somehow, miraculously, I, I do. You know what I mean. Yeah, wow. And, you know, obviously you're relying on your partners who are, you know, we become like a family too. You look after each other and you protect them like you would a family member, you know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah. But, yeah, I definitely feel I've been looked after. You know, yeah. talk about putting on the armour of God. You yes. Know, I, I really feel like I'm I'm wearing that when yeah. I step out, you know. And there's, sometimes you go to those jobs and, and I'm praying, like my partner doesn't know, but I'm, no. I'm, I'm praying on the way there and Absolutely. I'm praying for their safety and mine yeah. and the safety of the people in that house um, for when we get there, you know. So I, yeah, I think it helps me. It gives me, again, a comfort. well. Imagine doing it without it. Well, it must how be. must they feel, your partners? Yeah, you know, I guess, like without, yeah. like it's up to them. Yeah, they are the biggest power. Yeah, or I them guess and so. you. <laughs> but I'm, I'm working with some brave men and women, though. Yeah, you know what I mean, um, honestly, like it's you don't become a police officer to you know because you think it's cool. It's definitely, <laughs> honestly, it, it's not a, it's not a glamorous job. It may be cool to a five-year-old and then exactly. after that, not so much. Exactly. But it's really not, you know, um, yeah, it's a, it's quite a selfless thing that um, yes. yeah, all, all my colleagues do. It really is. You know, they're putting their, um, putting their lives at risk on a daily basis, you know what I mean? Just to try and keep the community safe, mm. you know, but, um, but yeah, but definitely, um, sorry, I, I've skipped off your question there a no. bit, but, um, but no, I, I yeah, definitely just well having faith, and I really do feel like I have faith. I feel protected. Yeah. You know? And there are times that I've I feel the Lord as um, I guess again it might sound arrogant, but yeah, you know, we we have the armor of God, but I feel like sometimes I've had to carry the sword too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. There's been those moments where Absolutely. I've had to I've had to act. I've had to do something um that I wouldn't ordinarily do. You know, to protect someone else or myself or my partner. Yeah. 
Um, but that's um, that's something that happens on a daily basis. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's a daily thing. It's um, it's it's quite interesting, isn't it? That it's I I it's one of the greatest anomalies I see with you. Like you know. We know that Richard, introvert, quiet. Yeah. I can't imagine you wielding that sword. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I love, I love that picture of you know that um, God equips us in every situation. Yeah. With what we need to handle it, doesn't course, he? You yeah. know, and that may not be your nature or your first instinct, but when that person needs to come out, that oh, person 100%. comes out. Yeah, and it's quite funny. I, I say to a lot of people, um, a lot of people who know me well probably heard me say this, but everyone needs a teaspoon of mongrel in them. Yes. Everyone, you've got to have that teaspoon of mongrel, and that's totally. all you need. Just, I tell my husband that um, every day. Yeah. yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I'm, I'm dealing with people on the streets that have got um, more like a bucket full of it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but you, you need that. And look, I've, I've got a very long fuse. I'm very slow to anger. You know, um, I've, I've been in the middle of being assaulted and I'm holding people down and I'm still being polite. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> it's, it's just the way I am. But if I'm pushed and like anybody, um, if I'm pushed, then of course I'm going to, you know, you will see the other side of me, which is, you know, still probably pretty placid at the end of the day. Yeah, I can't imagine pretty, it's that bad. I'm a bit of a marshmallow. I, I am a marshmallow, let's face it. I'm, totally. Totally. I'm a sook. Yeah, don't mess with you. Well, don't mess with my family, my friends, my colleagues, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's a <laughs> I love it. I yeah, love it. Um, and you've got the war wounds on your wrist to show. Oh, look, yeah. That's a, <laughs> that's all part of it, isn't it, unfortunately? It but, is part and parcel, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. No, I, I think I'm in the right place at the right at, yeah. at the moment. Yeah. You know, but I think I think people at work sort of look at me and just say just see this smiling guy. I don't think they really understand <laughs> where I come from. You know no, I mean? but that, that creates a curiosity in itself, it doesn't can, it? Yeah, it can do, yeah. 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 yeah I've had the odd question the, asked of me. Yeah, but, um, a bit. Yeah. Quite often it starts a debate. You know what I mean? It, great. Um, yeah, it's great. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I, I don't always win the argument, but uh, no. yeah. I don't, you I give don't them something to, to think yeah, about, don't you? Walk away with something to think yeah. about. That's okay. And yeah. I think sometimes we think we have to have all the answers and win the argument, don't we? But That's right, yeah. But, you know, as you experienced, it's not about us. It's about God doing a work in their life over however long, exactly isn't right. it? And it takes what it takes. And I certainly don't profess to know it all. I don't, you know. No. I'm, I'm reading the Bible and I, I'm being honest, I don't understand a fraction of what I'm reading. You know, that's another thing I pray for is um, a bit of understanding and some yeah. wisdom yeah. as I read through um, his word. But yeah. I sort of, um, yeah, I just figure I'm going to have to read it and then read it again. Yep. And then maybe read it again. And then and maybe I'm again, depending on how long it. you live for. <laughs> that's and right. again. Exactly and again. Right. You know, Absolutely. So that comes down to asking questions and, you know having conversations, doesn't it's it? It's funny, isn't it? It yeah. is funny, yeah. I make the kids listen to um, like a devotional in the car every morning and Arabella says to me, Mum, I've already read the Bible. Do I have to have it again? Wow, isn't that funny? <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? It's but like, you know what? You can read a scripture today and read it in six months' time and you're in a different place in your life and absolutely. it just means a totally different thing. It's incredible, isn't yeah. it? You know, when I first started picking up the Bible, I started reading it. I actually... I'm reading it and it's talking about seeds and you know the wheat and, and I'm thinking okay I'm I'm picturing a farm you know what I mm -hmm. mean but I guess then when I read it again I'm I'm now I'm picturing the seeds as people yeah you know what I mean I, but I was like yeah it's just a it perspective. takes on a completely it takes on a different whole new, picture doesn't yeah, it yeah talking in parables and you know yeah. I was like, wow okay I, 
I'm thinking to myself, why can't you just write it like in right? Plain, just totally just explain agree. it to me to I a know. layman person. <laughs> I know. I'm not... And make it really clear and obvious so that yes. we don't have to fight really about simple. it. I'm not an educated man. <laughs> Neither am I. Yeah. The problem. Oh. Anyway, so oh. I just like I said, just but keep isn't it fortunate that we can have the relationship without the education? <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. We don't yes. need to know it all or no. have it all figured out. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah no. totally. I don't think we ever will have it figured out. Like we're, no. we're not meant to understand it, I don't believe. Um, no. It's beyond our human totally. comprehension at yeah. the end of the day. But yeah. that's okay. I know. Yeah. Actually, that's what touched me so much about Gemma's story, you know, with with her saying, you know, in, in going through the, um, the different um, pathways through um, the new age and all of that kind of stuff. She got to the end of it, you know, got to the end of knowing. Yes, okay. And I love that. There is no end of knowing with God, is there? We'll no. never get to that place of knowing nope. at all. No, never. Which is so cool. Yeah, it's quite phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. It's quite exciting, actually. That's it. That's it. So we will yeah. listen to a Bible devotional every morning because yep. we will learn something new for the rest of our lives. Exactly right. Yeah, It's no, pretty cool. You can't know it all. No. No. No, that's it. So, well, yeah, thank so. you. No, thank you for Appreciate having me. your story and, um, yeah, I think it's very courageous of you, Mr. Introvert, to yes. come and share it with the world <laughs> and, and who knows what's going to happen next. Exactly. Thanks very much. Thanks for joining us today. We pray that you have been blessed and encouraged by the God in Us story that you've just listened to. Can I encourage you that if you get the opportunity, introduce yourself to the teller of the story and tell them that you want to hear more. God has blessed us with each other to do this journey called Life Together. 